true. We do it for the kids. Do it for the kids. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so. Well, it's it, it's just like you know fathers and and children and their toys. My dad liked to play with the trains as much as we did. Uh, yeah. <laughs> and the cars, oh, the little cars that you know around the track. He like he liked to play as much as we did. You know, just like. That's true. Make make those memories. Have fun. And yeah. it is fun, you know. Yeah. Read, do some things. I, I didn't uh, play a lot of sports and stuff when I was little because um, I, I was actually kind of a, a sickly child. But um, I, I'm good now. But um, So I didn't get to play a lot of sports. So it's really fun that, uh, that my kids do, you know. Oh, and yeah. it's fun to, to do those kinds of things with them that maybe I didn't get to do, you know. I I think that's one of the great things about being a parent. You get to do all yeah. those things. You get you get a redo. Yeah, <laughs> like this 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 is fun. This is fun. So, yeah, my dad was an only child, so he didn't have any siblings. So he got he got to play with us. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> that's fun. That's fun. I I grew up with four brothers. So that I I like uh, it's playing with lots of kids. It's fun. So. Yeah, I don't. I I only had one, I only one sibling. I had a lot of cousins, but I only had one sibling. <laughs> oh, and I no, I mean I'm really close friends and we're great and everything. But I'm just saying, I I never I yeah. wanted a sister. I never got one. Brother, yeah. <laughs> I wanted a sister too. My, I had four brothers, man, outnumbered. Yeah. You know? yeah. But that's okay. You know what? I I actually have a twin uh, who's who's a brother, and I'm like, you know, uh, you have special bonds with brothers too. I yeah. think brothers and sisters do. Yeah. I yeah. Well, I'm really yeah. close with my brothers, so yeah, I agree with that. Yeah. Yeah. Thank God. <laughs> For sure, right? Yeah. Yeah. But um, I love my brother. I was never I'm not I don't know. I was I was a dance class, acting class, uh <laughs> artsy girl. I mean really I was in sports. I was always I did recitals for my dance class. I mean, I did sports when I was in school, but I sucked at. It. I was like the I was the girl who uh, painted bruises on her legs so she didn't have to run. <laughs> that's that's hilarious. <laughs> like, uh, I I was a bit of a tomboy. I I loved playing with the boys and stuff, but I my mom wouldn't let. She wanted to sign me up for dance class, and we, I did do that one year in gymnastics. I never enjoyed it. I was like, why can't I go play karate with the boys? You know, uh, but I, she didn't do it because I used to get. I used to just get sick every time I do very much, you know, um, until I figured out what was wrong. And, and then I, I played sports all through junior high. I played tennis all through junior high and high school and loved it, you know. I, uh, yeah. I'm so – I am bad at I – can, I can do baseball, but I, my hand-eye coordination sucks when it comes to tennis. I tried. I really did. I tried. <laughs> I I play. We had a tennis court at one of our apartments, and they had a wall, and I would be playing against the wall and doing great. Then somebody come, can I play with you? And I go sure, and I just could not hit the damn ball over the net when I was playing with a person. 
Oh, that's funny. Well, playing on the wall is great practice. I'm like, I did that for a lot of years, every day after school. But, yeah, it is hard uh, to play with a, another human being <laughs> to hit the ball back over. Uh, my husband, uh, bless his heart, um, he, when, when we met in college or whatever, I wanted to play at the intramural sports and stuff, and he signed up. He had never played tennis before, and he, I, I know he loved me because he signed up to play tennis with me because I wanted to, and he was not very good, but he tried anyway, <laughs> you know, uh, because it is hard to play with another human being, <laughs> you know. Well, well, when I was in my 30s, I was trying to become more active uh, yeah. with, you know, sports of some kind. So I tried yeah. tennis, but nobody would play with me because I was so bad. I discovered that you people won't play with you if you suck. Uh, <laughs> and I'm like, how can I get better if you guys won't practice with me? They go, sorry, we have to get better ourselves, so bye, and, ha and good luck. Have fun with the wall. Have fun with the wall. And I, saw, uh, I yeah. gave that one up. and then, But the, I was actually pretty good at golf. I could do the putt putt. I could do the long. I could the middle golf is hard. But the middle balls, the you know, uh, when you get when you on the first tee and you're hitting it, that one was fine. And the little putt putt to get it in the hole, I could do. But the other stuff when you're doing it, like the longer things and stuff, I just I couldn't do the middle part. <laughs> Does that make sense? Oh, I was never any, I, that's so good for you. I was never good at uh, even putt-putt. But my husband, he is, he is the winner there. I actually oh. really like playing putt-putt. That I can do. Putt-putt golf, <laughs> that I can do. I'm good at that. You know, just the getting, uh, we had a, a place uh, that was near us that we used to go to all the time that had, like, uh, a putt-putt golf course and then had, like, games and stuff like that. And um, I actually got a year uh, thing just because I just enjoyed it. I just played by myself. I was just enjoying it. You know, all the kids were running around me, and I was just, dee-dee-dee-dee-dee. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's so fun. I, you know, I, I really want to uh, take the kids. Uh, there's a place near us that does uh, – Glow in the dark putt putt. Oh, that's interesting. I'm like, I, I think that would be really fun to do. I, I've got to wait till my my baby's a little bigger, but um, they just opened that, and I'm like, uh, yeah, it'd be a fun thing to do with the kids. When I was, um, I guess I was in my 30s. They started uh, what they call City Walk at Universal Studios, and they had a glow in the dark bowling. And I thought, oh, that's dangerous. So I wasn't going to play. There's no way. I would, with my luck, I would have gotten hit in the leg or, you know. But I that's, did. That's I, dangerous, man. Those, those bowling balls. They're like 10 pounds, 20 pounds. Uh -uh. <laughs> like, drop that on my toe. Uh, keep going, though. Sorry. No, but I just, um, I, I, I went to the place just to see what it was like. The thing mm -hmm. is, it wasn't just that it was glow in the dark with the little the alley having the glow things and the ball being lit and all that. Mm -hmm. They had music 
so loud. It was like like you were at a disco, but you were at a bowling alley. And you could, I don't know how these people were bowling. Really, I don't know how they concentrated because if it wasn't if the, the music wasn't there, I would have probably given it a shot. But the music was so loud. You know how when you leave a um, a dance place or a disco and the music's really loud and your ears buzz? Well, that's what that place yeah. was like. It was awful. Uh, yeah, that 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 would be hard to concentrate. <laughs> I would. I was like, as soon as I went in and I I go, oh okay, so they have everything lined with lights. Okay, that makes sense. That's cool. And then, uh. I had a second, maybe two seconds, that they were switching records or or, or, or tapes or something, and all, blast! It was awful. You're like, I'm just gonna curl up. <laughs> I, I I was never one for discotheques, and I was just like, because my ears were too sensitive. Um. Yeah. And I just uh. And you wouldn't think you'd need earplugs to go bowling. Exactly. Oh. Exactly. Like you would have come prepared for that. But it was just, it was, oh, uh, it's like, oh, no, 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 no. Back out, back out, back out. Get out of here. Go, go, go. <laughs> like, we're good, we're good. I'll be prepared next time. Uh, oh, man. But it's just, yeah, I was, that was not. And it's funny because I grew up during the era of the disco. Disco, <laughs> disco mania. Um, Donna Summer, all that stuff. Um, yeah. And I did go to discotheques, and I did have my ears tortured. I used to find the booth that was the furthest away from the music that I could possibly get. Oh, gosh. So it didn't buzz as bad? Yes. <laughs> I did that on purpose just to save my hearing. Oh, gosh. I'm sure, I'm sure your ears thank you years later. <laughs> It's just like I do not understand kids with their iPods in their ear and the blasting is so loud that they're probably blowing their brain waves out. I just, it's just, I know, I mean, I'm sure that I did stuff that um, people that were older didn't understand about me, but that, blowing your ears away, just doesn't make any sense. Yeah, no, protect your hearing, protect your hearing. <laughs> Keep it at a safe. I think, like, um, in, like so we've got some music things for our kids or whatever, but uh, some of the earphones now, they have, like, a setup where you can keep it in a, a safe decibel level or whatever so that they can't, the little kids can't turn it way up. Oh, that's uh, my good. My husband has one that's set up. So I'm like, uh, that that's a good thing. But, yeah, because that's actually really dangerous. You know, you can lose your hearing. But the, I, see, that's what I was saying. I was um, I was working at this place, and um, I was, and the kid was listening to their music, and I could hear it. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, if I can hear the music, what's it doing to this kid's hearing? Yeah. Because you know the iPods yeah. are right sits right into your eardrum. What are you doing to yourself? <laughs> yeah, you gotta you, you gotta be careful. That's that's for sure. You know. But. And this was a long time. It was about thirty years ago, and now it's even worse. <laughs> <laughs> yes. 
I mean, because they could, it's just like, um, how often are you uh, driving and you hear somebody with music so loud coming from a motorcycle, it actually shakes your car. That happens to me. It's just like, you know, I don't care what you're listening to. And a lot of times music's nice. It has nothing, uh, nothing against the music. They have good taste sometimes. It's just it's so yeah. loud that if yeah. if I can hear it, it's actually hitting the vibrations of my car. What's it doing to your eardrums inside your helmet? Yeah. Yeah. No, it's got to got ear protection all, all the way. Go to a concert or different things for your, you know, be, be careful. Now I sound like an old lady, but I can't help it. I just, <laughs> hey, I have, I, I, I have good hearing. Hello. <laughs> You're like, you protected your ears. <laughs> this is important. So. Yeah, I just, uh, I was just saying, um, it, it, the certain stuff is precious and your hearing is one of them. That's true. That's true. Got to keep your health so you can enjoy that with your whole life. Yeah. So what I want to know first is have you been reading any good books lately? Um, I sh- I should read more. That's what I um, – because I was a <laughs> published finalist last year. I went to the Writers of the Future thing, and I, I talked with – I got a whole list from Tim Powers and these guys of, of, of all these things to read. But um, I, so I have this list of things I should be reading, but I talked with Todd McCaffrey while I was there. And so I started reading um, some of his mom's, uh, Anne McCaffrey's Dragon series. <laughs> That's been wonderful. Uh, I obviously haven't finished. Um, I'm about halfway through. Um, what's, oh, I, I don't have the title on me right now. Um, but yeah, I'm like, uh, I need to read more. That's what I decided after I went there <laughs> last year. I have a really weird question for you. This is really funny. I, um, What's up? have you ever watched an old, old movie that came from a book and had to buy the book? Um, I'm sure I have, but I can't think of one right at the moment. I was watching, uh, this old miniseries. I mean, it's really old. And mm-hmm. it was from when I was, ooh, I think it was about 13, 12, 13. It was a very sexy miniseries. And mm-hmm. uh, it's called Scruples with Lindsay Wagner. And I was okay. like, I was like, I was, it was kind of, it was really funky and it was very 70s. And there was some, a little little drama in it and stuff like that. But I was like, mm-hmm. I, I decided that I wanted to read the book because I, I had read the book back then. And that was one of those books that you don't tell your parents that you read. Because uh, <laughs> it's sexy. They talk out. about sex <laughs> in the book and stuff like that. And and so <laughs> I, was, I was reading it. And I was like, you know what? This isn't bad. <laughs> Like, this, is, this is good. This is actually a pretty good book. And I'm not talking about that part, the sexy part. I'm talking about the book, the story. The, Just the plot, the yeah, story itself. Yeah. The characters, the story, the plot. It's, I'm like, this is actually really a good book. I can see why it, it became a bestseller. Before, and I, I had read the book after I saw the miniseries. That's when, that's, do you do 
that when you were a kid and now if you watch uh, a movie or TV show or anything or something streaming and it, and it comes from a book, do you read the book? So, uh, sometimes. <laughs> it depends. Because if, if, how close it is, I guess. Uh, to the to the book and when I, and recommendations from friends and stuff. Uh, I, like I would be um, sad, I think, if I had seen the movies for Harry Potter before I got to read them. Uh, you know, because uh, sometimes they just can be so uh, different. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Um, and you have just a different experience, I think, uh, reading versus watching the movie uh and i mean my preference would usually be to read the book first so i'm not influenced by the movie at all like you know um so i'm like i'm much more apt to after i've read a story to go back and then and then um watch the movie you know after i've after i've read it but see i've gone backwards um, and forwards on that you know it's just you write about the harry potter books um because the harry potter books are it gets bigger and bigger. I mean, that's what. Uh-huh. they get longer and longer. Um, oh yes. And oh you, yes. And you really can't do that in a movie. I mean, a movie can't be six, ten, twelve hours. It just can't. Um, <laughs> I mean, this is true. people just don't have that kind of um, attention span. Yeah, I was, gonna, I was trying to put it delicately. Um, but that's good. No, it's even just the time to, you know, sit down for a 12-hour movie, you know. Well, it's like back then, um, miniseries were fun because, um, well, first of all, you had to go, if you're going to watch the miniseries, there was no recording. You couldn't record it. There, There was no recorders. There was no DVD. There was none of that. So, like, if you were going to watch something like Roots, or the Holocaust, or um, um, what's the name of it? North by North, 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 North and South. That's the name. yeah. All these long miniseries. Um, if you're going to watch those, you have to like say, okay, am I going to be available this day of the week to watch this miniseries? <laughs> <laughs> because it's usually was seven weeks. Sometimes I mean, some of them were really long. Oh my gosh! Uh, well, I guess I I do like you know with Netflix and some of these different things we can binge watch series at these this day and age. You know, if we really yeah. do want to watch. Yeah, back then but, you couldn't do it. It was just it was, but it it was it. But at the same time, that's why everybody talked about it. You, oh, because it's like what's coming up next? Yeah. Like, you, what do you think? You'd watch, yeah. let it say Roots. You'd watch the first part and you'd see him captured and taken to America and, 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 and forced to change his name and then end the show. And then everybody the next day at school would be talking about it. Well, what do you think happens to him? And they're going to, you know, I mean, we've all read books on slavery. We know what happens to him. And, you know, we all talked about, you know, it was, it was actually, especially something like Roots, it was very good educational and also the Holocaust was also a very good educational miniseries to watch because it taught you um, something visual that you wouldn't necessarily get just from reading a history book. And so it was, they called it appointment TV, but it was cool. Yeah, you can't have that now. Now they just watch the whole thing and 
Yeah. And you still have time to meet yeah. your friends. I don't know how you do it. It's like... <laughs> You make your priorities, and you make time. And you care. If you care, you can do it. That's the thing. That's what I learned as I got older, um, is that if you care about um, being with your friends and and making the time, you can do it. Time is so expandable, it's just really strange. (laughs) You know, people think it's so, you know... Well, an hour's an hour, and a minute, and, sure. and yeah. that's it. And there's, you know, there's no bending. But actually, really, you can put a lot in an hour. You can this do a lot true. of stuff. This is true. If you, if you, if you want it. But you. That's the thing. It's yeah. an. It's an excuse if you say you can't do it, because if you want it, you can. Yeah. It's really interesting, and that's something I had to learn as uh, as I grew up, as as, a, as really uh, um, from teen to young womanhood. Well, what I do is good. I there's nothing wrong with what I do. That I that I have time to do all the things I want to do. I felt guilty because these people kept telling me I shouldn't be able to Aww. do all this stuff. No, 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 no. I, I, you should be able to pursue your your talents, your dreams, your your things you want to do. Um, so, I say kudos. You know, thank you. That's but I did. I did awesome. for for a long time. I I didn't even talk about my extracurricular activities because these people made me feel like a weirdo. So I was like, oh, okay. So I can't talk about it because they're gonna say I don't know how you do that. You know, like. Uh, and it didn't make you feel little for doing something and then I realized wait a minute this is when I was older I was like wait a minute what I'm doing is good I'm getting all this stuff in this is why I was able to be in theater why I was able to act on TV and in movies this is why I've been able to write books this is why I've been able to interview because I did this oh It had to be successful yeah. in, in all those, yeah. Oh, that, like that's empowering, you know, T- taking charge and being able to uh, go after what you want. I, and, and it hit me like later in life and it was like, it hit me as a woman and not, I mean, an older woman that what I did was good. There's nothing yeah. wrong with it. <laughs>
Yeah, like Does that make it. sense? Yeah, you use it. You yeah. use time to... It's like you're sort of like a time traveler. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. You just, you, you take it, you can either stretch it or pull it in. You're kind of like Hugh. Um. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, you, you do kind of play with it for a while, because I'm like, I, for, usually what I had to do to get my time in is that I, I would, I would stay up late some nights to do it. Um, but I could figure it out, and I could figure out ways to, you know, if I had to be up late staying up with a kid or whatever, uh, feeding a kid or doing different, you know, taking care of, I could write during that. You know, you could you can find ways to double task, multitask, or, or you know, figure out how to do things if you want it, if it's, you want it, you know. Yeah, I mean, um, I'm have, uh, I've been having a real hard time with um, a book I'm working on, but I I work on it every day. You don't give up because you have a hard time. That's one of the lessons that you learn. Even if it's you wrote and you said this is crap and you just throw the whole thing out, at least you tried and you also got ideas of what was wrong. And then you can you wrote mm-hmm. notes and you just go the next day and you keep going. Even though even if you hit a brick wall and you hate what you wrote, you learn from your mistakes or you learn from what you don't like, and you go and yeah. you work the next day on it. Um, yeah, you're better for doing it. Yes. I mean, if you don't do it, what are you going to get? Nothing. Yep. And life's too short. Yep. It it goes too fast, so. Yeah, but that's, I don't know. I, I, I sometimes think of myself as this little tiny time traveler that expands in time to make time for everything. <laughs> You know that that's a good story prompt here. I'm all, I'm all thinking time traveler stories, but like actually getting to play. I'm picturing someone playing, molding with time. That's kind of cool. Yeah, I know. I think so too. I might do something with that later. Uh, yeah. <laughs> but but yeah, but it's it's just it, I uh, people that were still my friends. Some of them still my friends that uh, told me I don't know how you do it. They don't mean to make you feel like that. They just said that they they can do it themselves. But then, right. but you in your own little head, well, okay, if they can't do it. Well, why am I doing it? Am I screwing myself up? Am I doing things wrong? You could get these horrible guilt things that really messes with you. Yeah. So, so is this important? Should I be doing other things with my time? Or? Exactly. Yeah. And and yeah. so I think what's really important, and this is, and I think you'll agree with me, especially since you're a mom and you have five little kids, uh, is kids hear parts of what you're saying. They mm-hmm. they the parts that they take in maybe it, it may not be the positive part of what you're saying. They may be taking in the negative part of what you're saying. You have to pay attention to the reactions. That's true. I mean, this was peer to peer. This wasn't parent, but this is still something. You, you like my uh, my dad and my mom noticed that I stopped doing something because of one of those conversations. And they asked me why, and I told them. And they said, well, my dad, who's always very wise, said, that's them. 
you're you. Yeah. You're not the same person. You're allowed to do whatever you want to do. You shouldn't give up something you love because someone tells you that they don't have time for it. Yeah. But that's yeah. Some, but that's because my parents paid attention. <laughs> that's that's true. That's good parenting, man. <laughs> that's that good parents. Yeah. Yeah. I did. I had great parents. Um, I was lucky. <laughs> yeah. Oh, for sure. For sure. That's. Uh, yeah, I do think you have to pay attention to the words coming out and uh, yeah, the reaction that you get. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I, 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 it, it's interesting how peers can really affect you. You know, mm-hmm. negatively, um, and not mean to. It's That's just, true. I don't really think that they meant to do it. It's just I can't do that. What you're doing, so therefore, that's wrong. That in my head, that's what I heard. Yeah. But I also think as you surround yourself uh, with really positive people, like with whatever you're doing, then that really buoys you up, too. Yeah, um, that's I, true. I think. So it really helps, I think, yeah, to be cognizant of the people you surround yourself with. That's true, too. Yeah. It, it helps you. It does. Um, and luckily, I had a lot more positive people. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> for sure. For sure. Because uh, you're able to do this. You're great. Oh, thank you. You were great too. Awesome. <laughs> um, okay, we're going to get to the nitty gritty. We're going to get to the award ceremony. You finally got your award. Like, yay! I finally won. Writers of the Future. I am so thrilled. So, what was it like? Tell, workshop, uh, winning the award, getting all gussied up. Tell, 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 tell. Tell, tell, tell. So, um, I, so I went to the award ceremony last October, and uh, it was just a fabulous event that um, that Galaxy Press put on and Author Services. Um, gorgeous event. Uh, they they had us do our hair and makeup. They had a limo and things for us there. They had a beautiful um, decorations and stuff. Just gorgeous. Everything um, just done to the drift to the nines you know um i don't know it still feels kind of surreal when i see these pictures you know and and uh i i've rewatched it because it's like did that really happen you know it, and it did i i'm sitting at my desk right now and i have i have my award that i got um for being a published finalist last year um I'm I'm sad that I didn't get to make it to the award ceremony this year for winning. Um, they're doing that tonight, actually, um, but I'm going to be sure to t- tune in um, to to see that. But the they're um, so kind there. They've they're they've told me that I'm invited to come next year to to get uh, my award then and go be a part of workshop week. Um, but yeah, just all the people there are wonderful. All the judges, everyone. I mean. It's just this giving back to to authors. I think that was what Mr. Hubbard intended when he created this contest was um, to to give back. And I think um, that's what all these uh, luminaries in the field that come back. Like I told you, I talked to Todd McCaffrey uh, when he was there. He was just so personal, so willing to help. Uh, you know, asking me what I'm interested in and and 
you know, just being really kind. Um, the the people on the forums and stuff. Uh, I, I don't know. I, I, I just have warm feelings uh, about the whole Writers of the Future family, you know. That's good. That's lovely. So, um, what was the name of the story that won the latest? The latest. Okay. So, my story that uh, won this year is called The Last Dying Season. Um, it's about a botanist who has to save a dying planet before an evacuation that will force her to leave her young daughter behind. Ooh. That sounds oh, sad. <laughs> oh, it's 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 it has a good ending. I promise. Okay. Okay. <laughs> but, but yeah, I I wrote that story um, after I had kind of a health scare or whatever. And what never, what what worried, what I guess scared me most during that time was never really dying. Um, you know, I wasn't afraid if I had to die, but if it's leaving children behind without a mother, yeah. someone to care about them, yeah. you know. And so that's where this kind of came from. <laughs> that's so. Sweet. So it sounds depressing, I guess, but it's it's not. It's <laughs> anyway. So um, so it's this. You won this year, so what award thing will you be going to, and what book will you be in? So I will be in the book, L. Ron Hubbard Presents Writers of the Future, Volume 38. Um, That's what uh, this latest story will be in. Uh, But I won't actually be able to go to the awards ceremony and everything until next year during the 39th. Okay. So, event, yeah. Okay. And the reason I can't go this year is because I had a brand new baby. Yes. So so that's why, yes. Yeah. Uh, One month old, right? (laughs) Yeah, she just turned one month, so. Yeah. Don't. Yeah. I will cuddle. You have a cuddle (laughs) baby. Um, Well, anyway, we're coming to the end. Um, Do you have any um, other things that you want to, any stories? with any other publications or anything else that you want to mention? Um, I I don't have any other stories out right now. I've been a little slower with the baby. Yeah, <laughs> you so, know? yeah well, only but, a month. So. <laughs> you know, but um, yeah, yeah, you can pre-order the, uh, Volume 38 on Amazon. Uh, I think it doesn't come out actually until June um, for the physical copy, but yeah, I'm like, I'm excited to see it in print. Cool. And, um, well, yeah, that's like Christmas and your birthday all kind of wrapped up in one. Um. <laughs> Absolutely, yes. <laughs> like, oh, I should mention, I did get to, even though I didn't get to go to the event this year, They every year they do where um, they show your art that they created for the story because um, they have the Illustrators of the Future contest right alongside, right? Mm-hmm. And uh, Kate Julicher, I, I don't know if you've had her before, uh, she's there this year. She actually missed during Volume 38's event because she also had a baby. Oh, wow. Uh, and so she's there this year. And so last year when uh, the during the art reveal, she I, I took a video for her to be able to see her story, and she did the same thing for me. So I was able to see uh, my art there, and uh, my artist did a fabulous, fabulous job. So. Can't wait to show people that too. That's cool. Uh, so you're you're happy with your art? Oh yes, oh yes, it's it's perfect. 
they cool. they nailed the world to a T. Um, so people can get in touch with you. Do you have a website and what social ser- uh, social service social media are you on social services? <laughs> <laughs> oh gosh, yeah. No. Um, so I my website is rainskinrights uh, dot com, and then uh, uh, like rights like you write the story. And then um, I'm I'm on social I'm on Facebook. Uh, Brittany Rainston author. You can find me there. Uh, and yeah, that's where I'm at. Okay. Are you on Instagram or Twitter? Uh no. Okay. I should do more, but I'm not. <laughs> okay, I understand. Okay, um, I I I understand completely. Um, I want to thank you for taking time out of your busy 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 day. Uh, <laughs> Thank you so much for having me, and this has been an absolute pleasure. Thank you, Brittany. And thank you for chatting with Sherry.